Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, you beautiful humans. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another weekly episode of the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I hope that I sound better to you this week. I'm definitely feeling a lot better. Um, It has been such an interesting journey with this whole Ascension flu that I kind of got a nice little dose of. I'm going to do an episode on that um, in the future when it seems more um, divinely guided, I guess, or just when I feel like sitting down and doing it. But today I wanted to talk about the collective year that we are about to have, as well as some really big astrological shifts that we are going to experience in 2023. A lot of our outer planets are changing signs, um, with the exception of Neptune. So I really want to talk about this and what it means to be entering a collective year seven, um, We've done numerology before, so if you haven't already, you can go to your um, like episode preview guide and look for the life path numbers if you're really interested in numerology. That is one of our top episodes on this podcast, and that will kind of give you an idea of like the basic overview of all of the numbers, but what I'm also going to be doing is because although we're in a collective year seven um, in 2023, You also have personal years that are calculated, Um, and so you might be in a personal year eight and in a collective year seven, and that kind of has like its own significance. So I will be kind of doing a part two with this episode. So right now we're going to talk about the collective year and the planets that are changing signs. Um, but stay tuned, put your notifications on for the podcast. And we're also going to be talking about very soon how to calculate your personal year number, what a personal year is and what the nine personal years are and how they kind of, um, work with collective years. So if you're interested in that, listen to this episode and then come back, um, whenever you get notified for that one. Otherwise, I hope you've been having a lovely week. I hope the beginning of your 2023 has been nice and slow and calm and peaceful and harmonious and well-balanced. I feel like 2022 was such a big year. Just, it was so busy and I feel like just kind of chaotic collectively. I think, you know, coming out of the whole 2020 2021 shenanigans. Um, I feel like there was a lot of needing to like rebuild relationships collectively, which makes sense with, you know, being in a collective year six, six was all about, um, relationships and home life and finding more balance between work and home, which I think everyone was kind of trying to find after, you know, the whole global situation that took place two years before. So, Um, now we're in a collective year seven, seven is a very, very highly spiritual and very, very lucky number in numerology. Um, so what we can expect this year, and also if you're wondering how collective years are, um, calculated, it's just the year 
added up. So two plus zero plus two plus three equals seven. Um, and that's the collective year. Some people call them universal years, but I don't really, that doesn't work in my mind because I'm very analytical and it's like, well, the year does not apply universally. It applies only on planet earth because <laughs> time is linear here and it's the only place where it's linear. So, um, either way, however you hear people talk about it, it's the same thing. So collective year, global year, universal year, however people want to say it, I call it a collective year. Um, but seven is really, really highly spiritual. This is the number of um, introspection, philosophy, spirituality, emotions, um, introspection, if I haven't already said it, uh, analysis, intuition, reflection, um, research, analytics, faith, seclusion, being a bit of a hermit, a bit of a recluse. Um, seven is very, very spiritual. If you have a life path seven or a destiny seven um, or a soul urge seven, or personality seven in your numeric makeup, um, you are really going to thrive this year um, because the world is going to get a lot more quiet than what it has been. There's going to be this tone of really just drawing inward and turning inward and kind of shutting off from the busyness and the noise of society, which I'm saying this now, and it makes so much sense to me why I, as a life path seven in a collective year seven, have decided to be off of social media. I think that's actually kind of funny. Um, but we're really going to be seeing a lot of changes happening spiritually ever since I went through my awakening and kind of like really got activated in my gifts in 2019. I always knew, and I, I swear to God, I have it written down somewhere, or at least I hope I do. But I always said that 2023, 2024, specifically in the spring, like March to May, is going to be these really, really, really pivotal shifts in the collective that we're going to experience like a beginning dose of. And then we're also going to see that amplify in like 2030. So I'm not exactly sure what um, specifically will be taking place, but I do have some insights based on the planetary and astrological shifts that we're going to be seeing happening, which I'm going to talk about um, in a few minutes. So what we're going to see with this collective year seven is a lot of people really coming to understand their subconscious mind, which means going through on some level, a spiritual awakening. Um, those who are meant to be really tapped into their gifts are likely going to go through a kundalini awakening. I talk about kundalini awakenings on my blog, so I will make sure that that is linked below so you can go and search it. It's one of the first blogs I I have um, on my website. And this is going to bring like a little bit of chaos. I'm not going to lie. Like it's going to be chaotic because whenever you think about... Um, going into the subconscious, going into the repressed memories of the mind, it's not really a comfortable process. It's not meant to be. Um, you know, it's um, it can be a little um, self-confronting. And it's just, I think a lot of people are going to be going through their dark nights of the soul on a bigger collective level. We had a lot of awakenings take place um, before 2020, but there was a massive influx for the great awakening happened that happened in 2020. Then the divine masculine collective really got activated in, um, 
2022 we had i saw so many shifts with the divine masculine collective that's irrespective of sex or gender by the way if you're new to the podcast um it's just a polarity each person is half of one soul which means you are either yin or yang divine feminine or divine masculine and um the the polarity yang went through a really really massive upgrade in 2022 it has been the most insane thing to witness as um a guide um it's been really really beautiful um but those those shifts have also brought like this really um big emphasis on seeing and rooting and grounding change in the physical um the divine feminine is again we've said this in previous episodes is the leader of the spiritual realm the the mind the emotions intuition awakening the masculine is the ruler of um the physical material the professional the um the structures here on earth. And so the divine feminine awakens first and then the divine masculine awakens. And this is on different timelines for everyone. But with this big upgrade in 2022, basically what we started seeing was um, the masculine being like, I'm not taking this shit anymore because they've awakened. And so they are now starting to ground feminine energy, ground intuitive spiritual energy on the planet. Now, this isn't to say that feminines don't ground that energy on the planet. Um, We do because we also have masculine energy within us. It's just that this is, um, how do I explain this? This is why we're seeing a breakdown of like toxic masculinity. That is what needs to break down. And yes, women help with this um, and feminines help with this, whether energetically or in terms of like gender and sex. Um, but we need the men and we need the masculine polarity to really, really anchor that and change that because it's, it's part of their wounded polarity that needs to be restructured, right? Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So there's going to be a lot of those kinds of changes happening again in 2023, um, There's also going to be this like big collective purge that happens. I'm not exactly sure if that is just um, kind of like, um, how do you say, like staggered out because different clusters of humans are going to go through their subconscious reprogramming at different periods of of time this calendar year. Um, But I I know that a lot of um, individuals are going to be really combing through their shadow selves on like a whole other layer. I think, um, you know, there's also already been a lot of shifts in terms of people recognizing spiritual egos. And I think that's going to be something, especially with (laughs) Saturn entering Pisces, um, in a couple of months, we're really going to see more of that. It's going to be a time of people really coming to know themselves really recognizing where um, they have blocked themselves off from self-connection and self-reconnection. And this is what's going to be evolving um, throughout this year. So, you know, people say, well, that sounds really lovely. Like, why is that kind of like a chaotic thing? Because, you know, it's not easy to confront yourself. Um, If you've gone through the awakening process, you recognize this and you know this it can be really alarming. It can be very uncomfortable. And um, this collective year is more or less vibrationally putting the entire collective in that energy. And as I've mentioned before, 
not everyone is going to awaken. It's not in everyone's soul contract to awaken on this planet at this time in this lifetime. And so whenever you put someone who is not contracted to awaken or maybe who is contracted to awaken but is extremely resistant and is more or less consciously refusing to awaken and you put them in the vibration of this collective seven energy and say, well, too bad, here it is. Um, it can be very unsettling and chaotic and messy. So we're going to be seeing... A little bit of that play out. I think some people are going to be very, very frustrated in the collective because they're not going to want to do the introspection. And I also think this year is going to be a really big year of people really reinventing their social connections. I mean, Pluto's entering Aquarius, so I feel like that's kind of a given. Um, but I feel like people who are going through the awakening are really going to be moving away from people who refuse to do any level of self-reflection and self-healing and self-development. Um, we're kind of at this point in society where not doing self-development is a massive red flag, which, listen, in my opinion, it is as well. Um, I am a firm believer that I can't get to know someone if they haven't already gotten to know themselves because all I am seeing in them are the facades that they believe they have to portray or don't even recognize that they are portraying and that's just inauthentic and I don't fuck with it like it's not my vibe um and it's nothing against those people because they're on their own journey but you know we're really kind of coming to see that um men who are detached from emotions women who lack accountability um people who stay in victim mentality and who just are woe is me pity me you know, life happens to me. It's getting really old. It's getting really sickening. And that's actually something that we're going to see um, with the transits of Saturn and Pluto shifting signs, which I'm going to talk about soon. But I think it's going to be really uncomfortable for a, a, a large majority of the collective who have been resisting awakenings or who are just very, very rigid um, in their mindset in their beliefs because Saturn which is the um, planet of um, discipline structure um, karma restriction is moving into the fucking sign of Pisces and I'm putting emphasis on that by saying the fucking sign of Pisces because Saturn in Pisces it just like it's um these are polarities that are coming together Pisces is very dreamer and you know illusions and the subconscious and free-for-all and flowy and la-di-da and Saturn is the complete opposite of that so let's talk about this first transit um in this collective year seven that is making a really big mark on um the entire planet and, and the entire, you know, human collective. So this is the planet Saturn entering Pisces, um, which is really, really, really amplifying this seven numerology for the year. So the thing with Saturn entering Pisces is it's entering Pisces very short term. Um, nope, sorry, I'm getting mixed up with Pluto. Saturn is not entering Pisces short term. Saturn is entering Pisces from March 7th to May 24th, 2025, okay? So a two and a half-ish year transit. And what this is bringing is um, Pisces is all about spirituality, um, the subconscious, the astral realm, illusions, pharmacology, and honestly, like it also does involve like sex as well. 
Um, so we could be seeing a little bit of different things in that. It's also the, the sign of psychology. So we're going to be seeing some really big shifts happening in these areas of the collective consciousness. And if you're confused with what collective consciousness is, essentially think of it as you have your own individual consciousness, the way that you were programmed, the way that you were individually raised, but anything that was socially imprinted on you, for example, toxic masculinity, um, I don't know, um, like being like anti-feminist or like repressing feminine sexuality or um, repressing intuition or needing um, external approval um, or external guidance to live your life. Like those types of things are collective consciousness because society taught those things to you. So whenever we talk about healing and expanding, you have the individual layer of what you learned in the home um, at school, kind of school is kind of like a, a a fine line between your what you received as education in terms of your economic privilege, but also um, the school board and the collective socially um, within your area that um, was also collectively programming you. So it's a little bit it, it's kind of like a mix of the two, religiously. Um, also what you've come into your own um, lifetime with from past life experiences. And then you also have collective wounds in your subconscious, which is known as the collective unconscious that are also going to surface. And you're going to recognize them because one feels really, really heavy and like really, really personal. And it feels really, really daunting. And the other feels like really annoying. And you're like, where the fuck did I get this from? Like, I don't remember being taught this. And it's because it's the collective unconscious. So a lot of, um, resurfacing of the collective unconscious is going to be happening with Saturn entering Pisces um, at the beginning of March. Um, And it will be here for two and a half years. This also means that if in your birth chart, Saturn is in the sign of Pisces, you will be experiencing your Saturn return within the next two and a half years. Your Saturn return happens once Saturn meets the exact degree in the sign in which it was the day you were born. Um, and everyone fears Saturn returns. It's nothing to fear. I'm going to do a whole episode on that at some point, maybe like closer to March. Um, we can talk about Saturn returns for those of you who are going through um, that within the next couple of years. Um, it's really not a bad thing, um, especially if you do a lot of self-healing and awakening before then. It can actually be a very rewarding time in your life. Um, it comes with challenges for sure because you're learning to balance things, but we'll get into it in another episode. So with Saturn and Pisces, we are going to be seeing a massive collective awakening, um, which is going to be like a whole other like subgroup of the collective year seven. Like there's really bringing a massive emphasis with this. It's also bringing in structure to our spiritual selves and the release of illusions. So anyone who became um, really... um, engulfed in spiritual ego over the last couple of years since 2020 is going to be having a very rude awakening whether that's within themselves and they take accountability which is very very beautiful and lovely um, or by their communities who are going to be noticing that that person is in spiritual ego um, and are going to urge them to recognize that and open their eyes to that and we've been seeing that already on social media It's been quite interesting. Again, things are going very far left and very far right. So I think with Saturn entering Pisces, we're really going to come back to that middle ground um, or we're going to keep being um, kind of 
guided towards that middle ground because spirituality is not political. Um, and I'm just going to leave it there. I think I need to do like a whole rant one day on how manifestation is not capitalist, but it's fine. Um, you know, teach their own. Um, we're also going to be seeing the serving of spiritual karma. So this is something that if you have been working out some, um, wounds, cycles, uh, and challenges from past life traumas, um, or any sort of, um, ancestral um, karma that has been passed down, anything that would be more spiritual in nature, um, it's going to get balanced with um, the planet of karma entering the sign of spirituality. So this is a really, really, really big time to kind of take inventory on how you've been treating yourself, on um, where you've been allowing your illusions and your ego to mislead you and misguide you and really kind of allowing yourself the opportunity to become very mentally and spiritually structured so that you can assist yourself in in receiving the balance of this karma. Now, there's, in all honesty, not much you can do um, within the next uh, two months that is going to, I mean, maybe there is. It depends, it depends, I guess, you know, what you feel you need to rectify and balance karmically. You can make changes, you know, really impactful changes in, in a really short period of time. But this is more to do with like really past life stuff that I'm seeing a lot of in the collective. Um, if you did something intentionally to hurt someone, it's going to come back to you. And that doesn't mean that something bad is going to happen to you. Um, it just means that you're going to recognize the consequences of your actions. Conversely, if something bad happened to you, um, you're going to see the benefit of the healing and the release and the reward of the healing for having overcome a really challenging situation. If you did something really, really good for someone um, and it was with pure intent and, you know, all that good good stuff, um, you're going to see that come back to you as well. I recently um, wrote a blog article on the 12 laws of karma. I go deeper into it on the podcast, but if you just want like a quick refresh, um, the blog is linked below in the description. So take a look at that and you can kind of see like the law of cause and effect, which is really what we're going to be seeing a lot of. Um, that and also the law of um, patience and reward is what we're going to be seeing with Saturn entering this sign of Pisces. Um, we're also going to be seeing new creative pursuits that affect the collective. So the last time Saturn was in Pisces, um, we had a lot of like creative energy come through and present itself to the collective. Um, for example, in 1996, at the end of Saturn in, um, Pisces, um, Harry Potter was published the first Harry Potter, but I think it's the first Harry Potter book that was published. So we're going to be seeing a lot of new creative pursuits for, for the collective as well in terms of art. Um, and I think that's really, really exciting. I'd be really curious to see if maybe we get a cursed child movie, JK Rowling. Let's go girl. Come on. Um, we are, you know, in line with the spiritual awakening happening in the collective, we are going to be seeing a new consciousness entering the collective. Um, and this is bringing a lot of accountability um, with social structures that have just not been working out. And this kind of goes with Pluto entering Aquarius, which we'll talk about soon. Um, but there's a lot of accountability coming through um, with the pharmaceutical industry and the sex industry based on Saturn being of discipline and structure in the sign of psychology 
Um, Pisces also rules pharmaceuticals and sex. Um, a lot of people think Scorpio is the only ruler of sex, but Pisces has a lot of like illusions, right? And it's a lot of the subconscious and um, there's a lot of like subconscious reprogramming that needs to happen and has been happening when it comes to our relationship with sex as humans, right? We've been seeing like a really big shift. People are really moving out of hookup culture. Um, no shade if you're in it. You do you, dude. Like live your best life. Love that for you. Um, but especially in a spiritual awakening, you start to recognize the potency um, of exchange during um a sexual encounter and there's a lot of accountability that's going to be coming through here we're also going to be seeing a lot of accountability in very controversial movements um i don't want to say it outright um basically what i'm trying to say if you can kind of catch my drift is um there's going to be a lot of accountability for the group of people who want to be included in the LGBTQIA plus community for having, quote, preferences for individuals who cannot consent because they not are not of age to consent, if you catch my drift. Um, so that's something that's going to be a very large topic, I think, collectively in 2023. We saw it at the tail end of 2022. Um, there was a lot of, at the end of 2022 and even the beginning of 2023, there's been a lot of like celebrities coming out and talking about things and I'm very proud of them for that. Um, yeah, anyway, we'll just leave it there. On a personal level, um, escapism and nihilism is going to get really fucking old. Um, this, this belief that, the human experience is meaningless and life is meaningless and um just you know escape it and do drugs and because pisces can can have some drug issues um not necessarily if you have pisces in your chart um just the sign itself whenever illusions take over and you repress your subconscious you are very likely to drink and do drugs or kind of escape in some way right um it's kind of it's just a thing that happens um now this is um, going to be kind of part of the the awakening, right? Whenever you confront yourself, you kind of get sick of your own shit. Um, I, that's the experience I had. That's the experience all my clients have had, my friends have had. You just get sick of your own shit. Um, so that's something that's going to be evolving for the collective um, on, an, on a very individual level, especially with people who are very willing to go through this change. And then there's also going to be um, an increase in um, research and um, how do you say it? like proof, evidence um, in the fields of psychology, psychedelics and self-rediscovery. Um, we kind of saw that from the beginning of 2020, um, certain psychologists have been using shroom ceremonies to help their clients and they guide them through these really transcendental experiences, which I think is freaking beautiful. So I wouldn't be surprised if 2023, more so 2024, I feel like is when this might like legally shift. Um, we're going to start seeing the legalization. Is that the pro proper pronunciation? I'm having a bit of a struggle speaking this past week and we're in the final week of Mercury retrograde. Mercury goes direct on Wednesday. Thank Lord. We love when Mercury goes direct. It makes everything so clear again. Um, but there's going to be um, the legalization of um, shrooms 
2024. Um, and so there's going to be a lot of like evidence and research and experiments being kind of conducted and brought to light um, in this field uh, in 2023. So to see how this is going to affect you specifically, you want to see the house that um, Pisces is transiting. So quick little overview. First house is your sense of self, your identity. Second house is your self-worth, your material assets, your finances, your investments, your relationship with your body. Third house is communication and learning. Fourth house is your inner child or children, um, your home and um, your relationship with your mother. Fifth house is also your children, specifically more so also the things that you create. So not just your home life, but any children in your life, the things that you create, how you express yourself, your relationship with your father. The sixth house is your lifestyle, the mind-body connection, um, your work ethic, um, and your daily habits. The seventh house is your long-term relationships, most predominantly romantic and marriage. The eighth house is addictions, repressed memories, um, joint assets, sex, and like the darker parts of life um, or of yourself. The ninth house is spirituality, philosophy, travel, higher education. The tenth house is public reputation, career, how you are perceived by your community. The 11th house are your close circles, um, your close communities and connections, your friend groups. And the 12th house is your subconscious, your dreams, your illusions, your mental health. Um, so that's kind of like a general overview of where you're going to see this energy most um, potently affect you over the next two and a half years. Um, Saturn is not something that comes in very quick and like intensely. It's something that is, um, it works with longevity. So don't feel like it's going to be this like big, like uproar. It might feel like that energetically. Um, but it's going to be something that is like inching you forward ever so slowly. Then we also have the transit of Pluto entering Aquarius. If you don't already know, Pluto is the generational sign, uh, planet, sorry. So if you've ever wondered, am I a millennial? Am I a Gen Z? Just look where Pluto is. If Pluto's in Scorpio, congratulations, you're a millennial. Pluto's in Sagittarius, congratulations, you're Gen Z. That's how it works. It is the generational planet. If it was in, um, in Libra, then you would be Scorpio. Libra is before Scorpio. Yes, Libra is before Scorpio. If it was in Libra, you would be a Gen X. Um, so, you know, that's just kind of how it works. That's how we make generations. And each one brings um, a different uh, kind of like theme uh, to the generation that is born into it. So the generation that's going to be born um, between March 23rd and June 11th of this year because Pluto is only entering into Aquarius in 2023 for a very short journey. It's like less than a three-month journey. And it's doing this to show us what's coming once it stations permanent, semi, well, that's never permanent, but stations in the sign uh, for 20 years as of January 21st, 2024. So we're getting a small little glimpse of what is happening. Um, so Pluto, Pluto entering Aquarius is going to be the generation beta. And this is the generation that is going to be changing our world. The starseeds being born in this generation, absolutely insane, my dudes, absolutely insane. We'll talk about that more next year whenever um, the the planet goes um, more permanently into the sign. 
it's going to be retrograding back into Capricorn a few times. That's why um, it's it's not going to be permanently in Aquarius for 2023. Um, on June 12th, it retrogrades back into Capricorn, I believe, um, and revisits things or it starts its retrograde um, in Aquarius and it moves back into Capricorn. And so it's going to allow us the opportunity to collectively revisit things um, that need to come to light throughout the next two decades, things that are going to be revealed. And what's going to be revealed is wealth disparity, power, infrastructures, secrets, and mysteries. Lots of truths coming out about conspiracy theories, which we've already been seeing with some of the celebrities who are talking out about things. Um, yeah, really crazy. I like It's wild to me that they have the balls to do that. Good for them. I'm proud, but wow. Um, we're going to be seeing a lot of changes in information technology, um, like the IT systems and everything like that, science, systems of power, and society at large. Um, Pluto is the planet of destruction and rebirth. Like it comes and basically says like, you've been doing things so fucking wrong. Um, we're going to change this. We're going to blow it all up and, um, we're going to redo this. We're just going to rebuild from the ground up. Like, let's just desecrate this shit unearth everything that was repressed that caused us to create this and let's make it anew and in Aquarius this is really 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 helpful because Aquarius is all about um being progressive and sustainable and moving things forward for the equality and the good of all we are in the age of Aquarius we have been in the age of Aquarius since March 2020 um, and we will be in the age of Aquarius for the next two millennia. So this is really the like breaking down of changes that really need to take place for 5D Earth. This is the beginning of um, 5D systems really getting anchored into the physical um, to give you an idea, the last time Pluto passed through Aquarius um, was during the French and American revolutions that happened at the end of the 1700s. I think it was like 1777 and like 1798 or something like that. Um, so it's bringing in a whole revolution. I think these are going to be a lot of mini revolutions in many different countries, many different um, cultures and societies. Um, and it's basically going to be bringing everything down. Um, and I'm very, very excited for this. I'm very excited for 2024 with this transit because, I mean, it's going to be there until like, I think 2045 um, or 2043. I'm going to have to double check the transit. Um but it's going to be really, really beautiful. And it's kind of crazy to me to think that we're seeing this um, because, or at least it's crazy for me to be seeing this because I think about like where I'm going to be whenever Pluto enters like Pisces in 20 years or 21 years. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's going to be fucking weird. Like I'm going to be so old. I'm going to be like 50 years old, which is like, kind of nuts but it's fine um hoping that the time doesn't go too quickly um because that is just weird to think about um but anyways so again um if you want to know how this is going to affect you you want to check where um Aquarius is in your chart so this is going to be really really good um this is also going to be a time of like really rebirthing whatever is going on um in that part of your life like whatever house um it's in whatever house Aquarius is in it's going to be like a really big rebirth of um that part of your life and it's going to be for a sustainable progression that will last you the next 20 years and then the final 
outer planet that is um, switching things up and changing things for us in 2023 is Jupiter entering Taurus. We love this so much, guys. From May 16th until May 25th, 2024, so just over a year, um, Jupiter will be in Taurus and it has been transiting in Aries mostly in 2022. It had a couple of retrogrades back into Pisces, I think twice throughout the year. Um, and now this is kind of bringing all of those dreams from Pisces, all of that beginning of adventure and kind of trailblazing and creating of new from Aries. And it's saying, okay, now it's time to like bring this to an investment point. It's time to pick one of your dreams and to nourish it. And this is going to be a time to cultivate that, something that is very long lasting for you. Taurus is all about investment. Um, if you have Taurus in your chart, this is all about really um, like, you know, like you don't put your energy where you don't fucking want to put it. And now with this Jupiter transit, Taurus energy is going to ask you to really figure out what you want to see fruition on because this is where you're gonna like this is not just planting the seeds we planted the seeds with jupiter and pisces and jupiter and aries we already started taking the action on those seeds now it's about like taking care of the soil and making the environment rich and making sure that your state of mind whenever you garden this dream is in tip-top shape and you're gonna see a lot of sustainable growth in this area of your life and a lot of reciprocal exchange, like wherever this is going to affect you, the first through the 12th house, like whatever house it's in, you're going to see a lot of return on this. Like the universe is going to tenfold it to you, um, which is another law of karma. Um, there is the only, the only pitfall with this is if you're not in alignment and you haven't done ego healing, um, there's a potential for greed. So there's going to be some opportunities here if you get too in your ego to check your ego and to rebalance yourself and come back to love and come back to wealth and abundance rather than lack and greed because greed stems from lack. If you feel greedy, it's because you're lack. You're in lack. You're in a lack mentality and you need to work on your limitless beliefs. Um, so... That's kind of what we're seeing with Jupiter and Taurus. Um, a lot of financial return, a lot of return on your relationship with your body if you've been taking care of it. Um, a lot of return on investments. So if you invest in stocks or if you um, have anything going on like that, like it's a really good time to kind of um, hold on your investments and, and just watch them uh, multiply over this next year or so from uh, May 16th to May 25th, 2024. So my loves, that is what is going on in 2023 um, for the collective. Collective year seven, Saturn in Pisces, Pluto entering Aquarius briefly, Jupiter enters Taurus. We do have the lunar nodes that are changing, but that's a whole conversation for another thing. But nonetheless, with the outer planets, um, or some of the outer planets, the majority of the outer planets making these um, changes, the outer planets do affect the collective. They are social planets. They're not personal planets like Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Um, they affect the collective. So we're seeing a lot of um, changes and shifts happening here. So stay tuned. We are going to talk about um, personal year numbers and how you can calculate that and compare it to the collective year. Um, and I will have that episode for you either later this week or next Monday. We'll see how I'm feeling. If I want to put out an extra episode this week, I don't know. Um, but either way, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you have found it helpful to understand cosmically, energetically, and spiritually where we are at um, in the Great Awakening and what is taking place. 
I hope that you have had a lovely weekend. I hope that you have an even lovelier week. Go be your divine self this week. You got this. I love you.